Hey everybody, welcome back to the Duel of the Day podcast. Happy Thursday to you all. And it's time for another thought load here. So I wanted to spend a little bit of time today uh, going off of a conversation I had with my, my uh, mother-in-law uh, not too long ago, actually, um, at uh, o- over dinner. Somehow we got on the topic of uh, kids dealing with with uh, divorce in their family and and whatnot. And she she said something, brought something to my attention that I well, found very surprising. Uh, was very intrigued by it, so I had to you know do do some uh, digging on, on the interwebs. And um, one of the things that she was talking about is there was a very long. Uh, multi-year, multi-decade, actually, study done that looked at the question of, is it the divorce of their parents or the death of one parent that is harder for the children involved to deal with? And the answer might surprise you like it surprises me. But looking towards the study, so Lewis Terman out of Stanford University began this study in 1921 he was focusing on comparing children of divorce and children whose parent died. And although Terman had passed on, his study still continues, still picked up by, uh, I believe, Friedman, and I forget the other name, a part of the study. Um, study has continued to find that children of divorce fare much worse than children whose parent dies. His long-term study found, in quotes here, parental divorce during childhood to be the single strongest predictor of early death many years into the future. So besides that very uh, grim forecast, um, many other experts agree that children have a harder time adjusting to divorce than death of a parent. And so the question is, why is divorce harder for the child than the death of a parent? So me being, uh, my parents were, got divorced when I was one. So I don't really, I can't speak to the experience of growing up with parents together. Then all of a sudden them going their separate ways, whether it's, you know, an amicable divorce or, you know, Harry. Um, but, um, you know, I, I definitely understand kind of the the challenges and the difficulties of 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 growing up with split parents um and it's uh obviously i didn't have not experienced death of a parent especially early on but just thinking about it you know in terms of just looking back at my own childhood i feel that um i asked some of the similar questions that they refer to here in this study and in this this article um, that was written on uh, the website is uh, Tulsa Kids, um, pretty pretty cool resource here. But uh, so really, the the first thing that I had thought of and what they they allude to here is one of the main reasons is of of why divorce is harder for the child to fare with than death of the parent is because of the factor of choice. So divorce is seen as a choice you know, from the child's point of view. Their parent chose to leave them and abandonment is the resulting feeling. You know, I know there's a lot of 
workarounds where, you know, kids spend this week with that parent, this week with the other parent, you know, there's obviously some middle ground there, but there's also instances where it's just cold Turkey, like barely see them for whatever the reason is, but that, that feeling of abandonment, um, is, is the problem. And so in cases other than suicide, death was not a choice. So their parent did not willingly, you know, leave them. So, you know, a few things that I feel like could arise from the child's point of view is um, that uh, that I've heard from in talking with, you know, just people, just getting to know people and, and from different backgrounds that, that have also experienced um, you know, divorce within within their family is is the feeling of like, was it was it my fault? Like, did did I do this? Did me being here? you know, cause the divergence between my parents, you know, very logical question for a kid to ask. Right. Um, and I, I mean, I asked that once I got a little bit older and started like, was like, Oh, why did you guys, you know, split up so long ago? And you know, it, it, for whatever the reason is, it is what it is. And, you know, as, as kids, I think it's hard to understand even if you're told the exact, you know, reason, right. Um, so it's it's interesting when you think about the kids feeling that it's that it's their fault when in reality I guess partly in some cases it could be um but other cases it's totally not but it's uh I think it's hard to convey that message to uh, a very young you know developing mind um that way so the other reason is you know there's choice and then there's finality so Kids, you know, except you know if they're super young, understand that death is final. Although there's some level of grieving that w- will always remain at some point in the child's just growing up process, they will come to terms with the finality of death. And so, to the child, divorce is never really final. And I guess there is always that lingering hope that some parents can get back together, they, they can figure it out, and. I guess there have been some counselors that have reported patients in their 30s and 40s that are still holding out hope that their long-divorced parents will still get back together. So that is troubling to read, that even 30s and 40-year-olds still hold out for that hope. I mean, just think of the just continuous damage that that has done to them for how, how all those years. Right. And so that's, that's the other part that definitely makes intuitive sense to me is why divorce is a lot harder to cope with is yeah, it's just, it's, it's not final. There is, I guess, a chance that they could get back together or, you know, even if one parent says absolutely not never happen, you know, the other one might hope to do that, you know, I've seen those cases where one parent wants to get back together, the other one doesn't, and you know, the kid just kind of gets thrown in, in the middle of that kid or kids. Um, you know, it's just it's not a good, <laughs> it's not a good scenario, you know, to be in. Um, so also they talk about continuing adjustments and that kids will go through stages of grief after death. There's not the ongoing adjustments of, you know, new step-parents, siblings, housing arrangements, continuing parental conflict that the divorce can usually bring. 
And when the divorced parent brings new partners and children into the situation, the child of divorce often feels betrayed and neglected. The losses keep coming. So there's just, it just kind of sounds like it com- compounds in certain situations where this, it just never goes away, right? You might come to cope with like, yep, they got divorced. Um, you know, here we are and it's fine. And then, then like, like they're talking about here is new partners, new siblings, switching houses. You know, I, I did all that. I've experienced all of that. And I definitely understand, um, what they're saying here. I don't know that I personally felt a lot of feeling of betrayal and stuff, but you know, that's me looking back on myself when I was, you know, below 10 years old. And that's a little fuzzy of a gray area for me. I mean, there are some memories I have that stand out pretty um, heavily, but I I can definitely understand where where they're coming from when they're talking about this. Um, And then actually, you know, I really didn't think about this point, but they make another point of the fact that there's a social acceptance factor that comes along with divorce versus death of a parent. They say a child who has a parent that dies will receive social support, compassion, acceptance, whereas a child of divorce will often feel guilt and shame. It's not meant in any way to say that losing a parent or spouse to death is easy. Losing a parent to either death or divorce is a major life event that forever alters a child. Grief is not a competition. We need to support all that suffer and try to understand the loss and pain from the child's perspective. So um, I don't. I, I guess I agree with that point a little bit, but uh, I definitely don't ever remember being in a scenario where a, a divorce or a, a child of divorce was made fun of or uh, made, tried to made f- make feel a certain way because of their you know parent situation. I, I'm sure that happened somewhere. I uh, just I can't speak to that experience, but. All in all, to wrap that up there, a great quote from Shel Silverstein says that there's no happy endings. Endings are the saddest part. So just give me a happy middle and a very happy start. That was a good little way to pick me up there. Obviously, a little bit of a depressing topic here, but I just thought it was really interesting, right? I mean, the as divorce rates continue to go up, uh, I think it's a, a catch 22 for, for parents, right? You know, at one spot, I agree with the standpoint of parents. If you're unhappy in your relationship, you have to do what's right for you, right? Like I, I don't totally agree with the statement of as soon as you bring children into the world, like your personal life and your happiness and your everything just dies. And now all of a sudden you just live for the child because I don't think that sets a great example for the kids. Uh, so it's kind of a, a, a struggle there. Whereas if you feel that divorce is the route that you have to go, but now you're possibly severely damaging just your, your children. Um, and again, I know everyone's situation is unique and I can't, I'm not going to tell anybody how to live their life, but I would say that think really need to think about what the down the line, the downstream consequences are of certain actions that could cause divorce to happen. Um, I don't need to expand any more on that, but 
Anyway, so what what's the, the point of this episode? Appreciate everyone that's still listening, sticking around here, uh, as that could be a little too personal, a little too grim for some, but uh, what what's the point? What's the reason for this? And so my thinking is that A1, this was very surprising to me. I, me experiencing divorce, uh, not experiencing a death of a parent, I think that the divorce would have been a lot easier. Um, but apparently I was wrong there. And secondly, I, I'm hoping that a little bit of this information can help solidify how important the family unit is. Pope John Paul II has a famous quote that I absolutely love, and he, he says, As the family goes, so goes the nation, and so goes the whole world in which we live. Guys, really, in a time where the family unit is just pulled in so many directions now via all of kids' activities and increasing work demands that, that parents have, I think our family connections are deteriorating. I want to ask how many of you out there still sit down at a table together and enjoy dinner as a family without sitting on your phone, answering texts, emails, or just driving around getting food on the go all the time. How many people still sit down at the dinner table as a family unit and share that time together? I think family is all we have when it's all said and done. And if we let it go, according to Pope John Paul II, the world will follow. Thanks, guys, for listening to this week's Thought Load. Appreciate everyone that's been listening so far. Drop us a review. If you like episodes like this, that's how you can help support us the best. And as always, begin the duel, win the day.